louder! Everything that we do from here on out is going to be at least more doable. Two degrees more professional yeah, than that's true. what this has been. <laughs> this the motif of this podcast is basically unprofessionality because yeah. it's a learning experience. That's true. And with that, oh no! Welcome back to the Big Bad Beetle Bros. I'm Cam. Secrets. <laughs> I'm Nick, <laughs> and I'm just blabbing it all as Ryan. <laughs> Hey, we're back with uh, episode, uh, what is this, 34 of <laughs> Beetleborgs Metallics? Boss, 34. Yeah. Uh, Experiment in Evil. Yeah, that's uh, what uh, my mom called it every time any of her children uh, experimented with their sexuality. I think, like, biblically, that's the accurate description. Um, <laughs> if you go by, like, the Book it. of Mormon, not the actual, like, biblical text. There's way more well, sex uh, in the actual, like, Old Testament. If we're going by that proxy, then all of you divorcees out there are fucking heathens that are going straight to hell. That's true. I am a child of double divorce, and yeah. I, I am the Antichrist, See, I think. my parents did it right. They lived separately, but they didn't legally divorce each other. <laughs> so in the eyes of God, whatever is legal is, you know, whatever is yeah. that, whatever. God only recognized... Here. My dad's Satan one only took ten years, in which God <laughs> yeah. still thought it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of abominations against God, um, <laughs> well, yes, um, this was a, like a weird, but oddly like true to form episode compared to the last few that we've had. It had certain plot progressions, but also it didn't all like progress the actual plot at all. No, it's, it's similar to last week where a lot happened. Stuff happened that was good, but by the end of the episode, we're still pretty much back to where the, we yeah, where we were. At but the start. there was well, no teaser a, that it was going to change, unlike true. last episode. True. Yeah. This um, one didn't lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was upfront about its B plot. Yes. <laughs> um before we dive too much into the episode, I have uh, two things that I want to announce that will go live when this episode goes live. So if you're listening to this now, you can go check these out. One uh, and we will be doing some separate talking about this on multiple other occasions as the month goes by. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, month being this is the boost, first boosting. of May, uh, isn't so, it? This is the first of May today. So that we're from, from now to June, pretty much, this will be running. We are launching our first Kickstarter uh, as the Beetle Bros for a series of... It's our first? Kickstarter, yeah. Do, oh, I guess we did Patreons. We did Patreons, before. yeah. Okay. We hadn't done a, a true. See, to me, it doesn't matter. Campaign. We've hoard ourselves out for people's <laughs> money before, so true. it's all like we've done it. So we're already hoards. Well, we do, we've done like we did that initial pin run of our logo, and we did stuff like that. But we've, we've not done a true Kickstarter campaign before until now, where we're doing a Kickstarter campaign for uh, the for three. Different, and I'll actually pull it up so you guys can see it. Uh, Thank so you. I'm, I'm glad you prepared yeah. this before the episode. You're welcome. Uh, Just typing it, it in. Yeah, no, I <laughs> lies. He well, it's made 1.8 million. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not even up yet. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that Obviously negative search results are really promising tell here. Obviously, it won't come up because I haven't launched it yet. Wow. Derp derp derp. 
Um, Cameron Lee is a stapler. <laughs> yeah, enter that code, you bitch. I will. Yeah, I'm was it like 18457A? I was close. <laughs> I was close. You were close. <laughs> you were not significantly far away. <laughs> Don't lie, I just saw those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Thousands off. <laughs> Uh, okay, here, we'll preview so that you guys can see the, the campaign page while we're talking about it. So, we are launching... Hey, I made that background! Yeah, you did! Uh, we are launching our very first Kickstarter, which is, uh, the Big Bad Beetle Bros Enamel Pin Collection. And it is a series of three, uh, enamel pins ranging in size from 1.5 inches to 3 inches in, uh, not quite, like, diameter, because they're not round, but in dimension. Yeah. Uh, uh area... Area, yes. Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, what are those three pins depicting, Cameron Lee? So, uh, the first pin is Hillhurst House itself. Why Hillhurst you... Mansion. The... Don't ask there's... me questions about graphic design. It's my passion. No! It, th- there's left and right. There are three things. And you started with the <laughs> oh, middle you want me one. me to start off Why did middle? you start off with the one in the middle? Like, I could see right to left, left to right. But starting right in the middle is just like, you have, oh, you're starting over here. Well, I knew, we it, would, I knew it would bother you. Well, you know um, how, like, a, a, you're a bitch. How the word podium goes, you know, the top and then that one and that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, fine. So the first pin... You're picking favorites. That's what you're doing. You like that one the best. It's true. You're a whore. <laughs> wow. So the truth the- come out after three years. <laughs> the first pin is the Big Bad Beetle... <laughs> Big Bad... The Beetle Battle Never Base. Never mind, I see why you went with the middle one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Beetle Battle Base from... Uh, the Beetle from Big season- Bad. <laughs> from, from season one, uh, the building that houses... The uh, Beetle AVs in season one and in uh, B Fighter and a Juku B Fighter, uh, which in Juku B Fighter it is their like actual base of operations. Yeah, isn't that where they were created in the first place? Yeah, it's their whole the whole like it was like, a thing before the the uh, B Fighters. Yeah, in in Juku B Fighter it's called like the Science Academy or something yeah. like that. Pretty generic. Yeah. Uh, it's like Ultraman where it's like the science squad or whatever. It's yeah. it's the science academy or, or the global academy or something like that in Jukubi Fighter. Um, and uh, all of these designs have been made by Gio Alvarez, uh, who also made our uh, our logo and a handful of other designs, uh, both for us and for Godpunk and uh, a bunch of folks. He's an amazing artist. Uh, really great with vector imaging, which is oh, yeah. exactly what you need for designs like this. Yeah. So, Which, ironically enough, we have not... Uh, commissioned any vic, uh, ve- ve- vector cycles. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> we need the the uh, mega spectra vector cycles. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's the the beetle battle base is uh, the first design, and then a Hillhurst mansion in all of its decrepit glory, which is a kind it's of a, a, it. Well, uh, I was just gonna say one of the classic uh, design aspects of this one that I like is, is it's in black and white. Yeah. Which fits with that classic monster motif. I feel like Hillhurst Manor should be in black and white. Yeah, and it's yeah, it works. Uh, and we didn't. I don't think we didn't direct them to do that, right? They no, just we did it. No, yeah. I I sent Gio a combination of reference photos from the show and from our trip out there, and he was like, "Which one? Like, do you want it to look more like the show or more like when you were out there?" And I was like, "Well, have at it. Like, give me some creative liberty on this because." The only thing you can make it look is worse. And, like, the more decrepit it looks, 
the more accurate it is. So Which it really yeah, doesn't no, matter. If you'll notice on the pin, granted, none of the windows are boarded up that you can see, but it does have its dilapidated sort of uh, uh, je ne sais quoi about it. Yeah, and like the, the caved-in roof and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like a uh, little haunting tree floating up from behind. No racial epithets. Yep, yep. Should be noted. Off, skipped all uh, the graffiti. Did not put any of the graffiti that you, you can see if you there. visited the locale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the pin, the, the pin manufacturer just... of the stream. To... Which I did, you can't see. Yeah. You no. cannot. What The video that Cameron released recently, you cannot see the uh, gamer moments. I was really cautious. I was really worried that I wasn't going to be able to obscure it. And I could... Yeah. Well, you started moving the phone up at one point, and I was like, I'm going to need you to go ahead. And... Oh, don't worry. <laughs> right. <laughs> I made a nauseating design choice that negated that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I did. Uh, it was really the best option. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the, the third pin is the uh, Beetle Battle Station from Season 2 from Metallics and from B-Fighter Kabuto. Uh, both of the Battle Station and the Battle Base are both in full color. Uh, they feature, obviously, the uh, red, blue, and green and the uh, uh, kind of like gold, silver, and purple colors um, for all the vehicles. You can kind of see... C uh, is the only gold. Yeah, C is gold, blue, silver, and A is uh, purple. If you insist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we went off of the design schematics, and I'm <laughs> just going to tell you, not a lot of great reference images. Yeah. Uh, Good pins, though. I really... I love the... Yeah. It, it's the it's it's the simplicity combined with com, combined with the detail that I really like about these. Yeah, and it's these are kind of I like what I think of as like the more iconic. They are the iconic locations outside of like the cemetery, which is a little harder to represent in pin form. You uh, have to do like. S- solely that or something that uh, I was thinking that one tomb that oh, holds yeah, where the they entrance, drop in. yeah, or the entrance, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's these are kind of like the they're they're the HQs for both Beetleborgs and the B fighters because obviously yes. the battle bases are what B fighter has as their actual HQ. And then in, in Beetleborgs, they're just shown raising up from the orchard. And they just kind of pop up when as needed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Much so, like my erections. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Only get them when needed? This will, uh, Yeah, this, it turns out not being a teenager is... Uh, yeah. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so this campaign will go live on... Uh, what it will it be? Thursday the... Fifth, yes, nailed it. Say. Yeah, well, because um, it's three days before Mother's Day. Correct. Despite not planning anything for Mother's Day, I have it hard grained in my head that that day is Mother's Day. Yeah. I know when it is now because I looked it up. And unlike all of my friends' birthdays that I always look up all the time, always remember I'll constantly forget those. But no, I'll remember Mother's Day that I don't plan on celebrating. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> May, Thursday, May fifth. Um, basically when this episode goes live, the Kickstarter campaign will be live. Uh, the initial funding goal is $800. Uh, that is literally just to pay for the pins and get them shipped to everybody. We have one stretch goal scheduled already that, um, if we hit a thousand dollars, we will also be, uh, sending out to every backer, a zoom comics enamel pin, uh, which will be a a 1.5. 
inch. Now, I don't know how these work. Decal. If I just donated a thousand bucks to this, does, like, I mean... Yes, we would hit the stretch goal if you just... But, like, do you think anybody else would contribute at that point? I would, Am I, would I the only so. one that would be receiving all of these? It's not like it would end <laughs> once we hit the... Because, like, like I want to support thing. our own thing. Mainly because I also kind of want some of this stuff, but, like... <laughs> Don't yeah, want to so, be the only one getting stuff. No, no, no. So, like, so the, the way that that's a, a good, that's a great segue into the way that this will like function. So, the way much that like Paul Blart, I only know about great segues. <laughs> so, the, the way that Kickstarter works is uh, no one will be charged anything unless the initial goal is met. So, if we don't raise the the initial eight hundred dollars. So everyone's no going to kick my ass anything. if I contribute a thousand, and they're like, "Fuck!" Now I got to deal with all this. Is yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Um, so I'll do it. <laughs> <That's cool>. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, stretch goals are like the next step of that. Whereas like, uh, the $800 pays for like, you know, the bare minimum to get the stuff made and sent to everybody. The thousand dollars pays for like another pin design to get made. And then that will go to everybody. So if you select the like, uh, I don't know what's what's the the lowest tier goal on here is fifteen dollars at the Blue Stinger Bro that gets you one enamel pin of your choice from the three initial pins selected. But if we hit a thousand dollars, you will automatically get the Zoom Comics pin in addition to whatever pin you choose. So that's how we're that's how I'm designing the stretch goal on this. What are what are the labels for the so Chromium who's uh, Chromium yeah, so Gold is that's still Drew that's right? That's still Drew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Chromium Gold gets you one enamel pin and a sticker sheet of all the, the same thing, designs. So why are the the bottom two tiers the quote unquote leader? As according to Toku rules, he's kind of like the leader, even though he's not the red one. Uh, I just figured he's the first one most people think of, so he's the first goal. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll just go real quick through the through the tier. So, yeah, it's uh, Blue Stinger Bro gets you one enamel pin of your choosing. Chromium Gold Bro. Uh, yep. For those of you who aren't interested in this, please fast forward into... And then you'll be past all this crap. Perfect. Uh, Chromium Gold gets you one enamel pin and a sticker sheet of all of the, the same designs. A red striker bro gets you two enamel pins of your choice. Platinum purple gets you two enamel pins and a sticker sheet. Wait, you're not listing the prices of the pledges. Oh, sorry, it's increments of five dollars is what okay. I should say. So, so yeah, it you starts can just start off, wherever you left off. Uh, the uh, the uh, platinum purple is 30. platinum purple is yeah. thirty thirty, and then uh, green hunter bros thirty five. That's three enamel pins of your choice. Well, that would be the whole the whole set, I guess, unless you want duplicates. Well, then what's the point of titanium silver, bro, Cameron? That gets you three enamel pins and a sticker sheet. And a sticker sheet. And a sticker sheet. White Blaster Bro for $50 gets you three enamel pins, a sticker sheet, and a magnet set. Magnets? So you're telling me I can put these on my fridge, car, or other magnetic surfaces? Indeed. No, that's strictly prohibited. (laughs) So I can put them on Cameron's computer tower until he buys a new one? Only in the state of California. (laughs) Uh, For $55 for the Shadow Bro... You get three enamel pins, sticker sheet, magnet set, and uh, pin back buttons, which are like the uh, um, I I don't know how else to describe them. They're like the traditional, like what you would get, like a like a I think of so like robotics buttons. Are all but I don't of the know. like a safety pin? Like a safety pin. Oh, button. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was. I was like, wait a minute. Are the other ones the like, ones? 
Okay, okay there yeah. we go. There's a, oh, okay. there's a photo you... represented on the... Yeah, the, it's very... To make them, it's a very similar process to uh, canning, in a way. But yes, like, it's also... like stamping yeah. of the... Of the, the it's it's honestly button. ones you could make yourself. Mm-hmm. You, I would have thought the that they'd thingy. be a little swapped, but uh, that's... Well, that's just a... No, I get it, though. Rep- that's just an artist representation of what the final product will look what like. What artists? I'll kick their ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that that uh, safety pin back button will be of our logo design. Um, and then for $75, the highest uh, pledge that we have is the Mega Spectra Beetle Bro. Gets you all three pins, sticker sheet, magnet set, the safety pin back button, and the Monster Menagerie sticker sheet that we released uh, a while ago. And also, I didn't mention this earlier, the magnet set is for the 8-bit character design, 8-bit style uh, designs of the original three Beetleborg suits. Which we are, we have all of these individually on sale already, right? At uh, our... Various... Yeah, they're on our uh, Etsy page. Okay. In varying levels of stock. There'll be in more stock after we do this because I'll be ordering Right, you know, well, we're going to have leftovers because a lot of people aren't going to do this. Yeah, not everybody will get the... <laughs> well, and even if you do, not everybody will get, you know, the magnets or the stickers right. or whatever. They'll, they'll get maybe the pins, but not everything yeah, else. Yeah, so, so to dissuade you from the initial investment, you're also going to be able to buy these later individually at your own discretion so you don't have to go all in if and we support hit our the, drug habits. Yeah, if we hit the initial $800, of course. Wait, so, what's all this money going to, Cameron? It's going to the production. And Cameron of, shakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all of all of the money uh, goes obviously first and foremost into the production of the pins, the stickers, the magnets, all of that kind of stuff. Most of which we're ordering from you know just like Sticker Mule and things like that. Places basically all the same places we get. Yeah, our Indonesian child labor. Yeah, all the same. <laughs> Um, and then anything else, like, uh, either go into kind of the communal fund for project louder for all the software that we use. Um, and then obviously into improving any kind of audio or video equipment that we end up using for projects because we have, uh, audio and video projects planned for after this, the next episode we do, because the next real episode we do is the finale yeah, of next real Beetleborg Metallics. For all yeah. we know, we could have 500 bonus episodes spanning two years. Yeah, we could really throw Five a years. wrench in it and People just keep going. People would fucking hate us. Already? <laughs> so yeah, if you're interested in this, uh, go ahead and head over to uh, Kickstarter and just search uh, Big Bad Beetle Bros, search Beetle Borgs, any of those things. I promise you, if you search Beetle Borgs, it will show up. If you search Beetle Bros, it'll Mind show you, up. What What's the date that this Kickstarter is going live, Cameron? It is May 5th, May 2022. 5th. The day after the best day in all of the 365 days we have to celebrate this glorious life on Earth. Indeed. Uh, yeah. So it'll be live for 30 days. So jump on it when you can. Um, as we hit goals, it will all be announced on the Kickstarter page and also on all of our social media. And as we release podcasts, we'll do like a weekly update on the status of the campaign, uh, depending on like what we hit. If we hit like an extreme what? stretch goal, well, we'll think of something, I guess. It's not going to last more than a month of updates. No, it'll only be the, well, it'll be the 30 days of updates for... Unless Nick wants to plug it on LCE. 
No, what I mean, if we do. <laughs> he said no for me. He said no yeah. for me. <laughs> on social media and stuff, we'll do. Okay. We'll do yes, additional updates Yes, you got to follow us stuff. on our extras. You can't just be relying on this. I'm looking at you, our two friends that are going to be listening to this a year and a half later. <laughs> Once everybody they catches gotta catch up, up to now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what's going to be going live now. And uh, it cost me most of my drink that I was planning to drink exclusively through the recording. You can pour some meat if you would like. Um, I might pour some meat because I'm. Oh, a, I mean, right maybe we would take a little halftime and a little seventh inning stretch there, boy. Yeah, <laughs> a, a little halftime. We haven't even started talking about the episode. Yeah, yet. <laughs> that's fine. This was important. I, I didn't I, pay taxes I, in 2016. That's fine. <laughs> it's, okay. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> So yeah, I know. I know. After we did that initial run of our logo pin, uh, like a year and a half ago, people asked if we were going to do another run of that or if we were going to do another pin. It's uh, the same but different. Yeah, it's the same but different. These will be large, significantly larger and more detailed pins than what we did last time. Uh, we will be a lot more ordering worth more. pinning on to your premium four hundred dollar actual leather jacket, ruining that yes. for the sake of our podcast. Absolutely, give us forty bucks to ruin your jacket. Yeah. All of these pins will have, uh, I promise you, two pins on the back for the support because they're they're so large. Um, they're that's what I've gotten boys. back from the manufacturer anyway. Yeah, but, no, it's hard. All of the buildings, I think, that we've even had so far, like it's, it's yeah, you, you got to have two pins. Yeah, like we could have simplified the design a little bit, I guess. And like not for Hillhurst, no. maybe for the other two. Yeah, Hillhurst they, is perfect. Yeah, that's I, just condenses. I'm comfortable with it being like. Geo really knocked the detail out of the park on the battle bases, especially also oh, yeah. on Hillhurst, obviously, but on the battle bases, especially. And uh, when I sent those into the manufacturer to get like quotes and stuff back, I was really worried they were going to be like, we cannot do this. And they were like, nope, yep, they're just going to be kind of big. And I was like, perfect. Honestly, that's awesome. Like, I'm 100 percent OK with that. They're, in my opinion, they're more uh, suitable for putting on hats. Mm-hmm. I like I like the big pins on hats. Yeah, or if you have like a like I have like a pin board in my living room. Yeah. like they're you know they're very uh, kind of collectible centric. I've not seen um, Beetleborg pins ever made or anything. Yeah, I've never seen B Fighter pins. Like not enamel pins. At least. These aren't Beetle Bros pins. These yeah. are Beetleborg pins. They're yeah. not highlighting us in any way yeah these just fan art of the show yeah these are for fans of beetleborgs and b fighters specifically not just fans of our podcast not just fans of like project louder and stuff like that we should you know what we should do just in spite of those assholes that bring in all their japanese stuff for a super high markup at all the cons all the bootlegs and stuff we should find a con in japan <laughs> and bring these and sell them for like 60 bucks a pin. <laughs> we just bring in a bunch of Saban stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, we're going to take a uh, quick break and then we'll jump back in to we're not the live. <laughs> episode. Yeah, but there'll be a little bit of a break. Expected I knew I knew this was blue. I didn't expect that to turn so green. <laughs> And we're back. And it's in the Sprite glass. That's oh, perfect. Oh, it matches. It's actually like eerily Matchy close matches. To the- <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this episode, Experiment in Evil, we're kind of, uh, uh, I oh, guess, yeah. back to form more or less for the episode structure. <laughs> a little bit. Almost not. More or less of. fortunes. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> we open up and the monsters are like all discussing, uh, discussing something amongst themselves in uh, like the parlor in Hillhurst. Among and- us? 
Oh, yeah, they're very sus. <laughs> uh, Flabber's like, the monsters are up to something. And so he's like scooting the kids out. They're like, are you sure it's okay Those if we leave? chickens are up to something. <laughs> he's like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. They're acting pretty sus. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw Wolfie going to the vents. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 kids. Like, you go, go play basketball. Go have a good time. And the monsters are like, fucking... Why are they going to play basketball? The fucking crustaceans are roaming around. Why are they not being the Beetleborgs? What the yeah. fuck is going on? We're going to take this into our own hands. So I was like, um, well, that can't be good. <laughs> yeah. And somebody knocks on the door. And, it and is, then everybody does the dinosaur. It's everybody the does the dinosaur. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is, uh, <laughs> it's uh, Dr. Baron Von Frankenbeans. Uh, I think you mean Dr. Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, he's a jellical cat. Jellical <laughs> <laughs> cat. Is the last time we saw Frankenbeans, uh, uh, Dr. Frankenbeans, was that son of Frankenbeans, I think, that we yeah we saw him last time? Which was like, wasn't that long ago, no, really. It was, it was like eight or so episodes he's ago. Like, a yeah, few times. He's, he's one of the most recurring characters. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the only like supporting like episode centric characters that yeah. pops up that has r- appeared more often. He is the only, I think, character that's like a family relation of one of the monsters. Oh that yeah, has ever I come mean back. we get the Bride of Fangula and Mum's mom, yeah, and Flabber's mom in the comic, uh, but we don't talk about that yet. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> but that's really it. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's back. Oh, he's back a lot. It's not, like I did not expect him in this episode. I no. Well, oh, I didn't he's know. already appeared three more times than I expected him in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he is like at the door, and he gets the same like you know thunder and lightning intro that he always gets. Yeah. It's, it, it, what it reminds me of Franken beans. So there's this blue lightning that flashes wherever he says it, but then. It reminds me very much of the uh, young Frankenstein, young mm-hmm. Frankenstein, uh, the, uh, oh, what's her name? Herr um, Brucker. Yeah. I am Herr Brucker. And then, like, horses <laughs> being thunder lightning. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, they're like, where the fuck did that? <laughs> oh, man, I know what I'm watching after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's beautiful. And he walks in. Put the Frankenbeans Back. <laughs> so the monsters are like, oh, like, thank God. The Beetleborgs can't do shit right. So we called Baron here to do the job that no one else can do. It's yeah, like, he's they were, been here several times already and nothing he's really done went right. Yeah, he's never directly <laughs> well, been yeah, involved I mean, in the, his in the first villain appearance, fight, He though. made all of the people more efficient. And then he came back and he made Frankenbeans more uh, smarter. Uh, made him insufferably intelligent, and then he, and made, then the he made the bride. Make my friend more smarter, and then and then he brought the kid, yeah, who everybody loved uh, more than Frankenbeans, right? But uh, he he's uh, never really been in directly interacting with like the magnivores or the crustaceans, though. He's never really yeah targeted which, that. It's oh fuck, I because those are usually the episodes where we're like, oh the the monster the Hillhurst plot doesn't match very well right. with the magnivore crustacean plot, whereas this one. Blended they perfectly. Yeah, it was seamless, really. Which, oh, that's right. I thought it was funny that they were blaming the kids so much whenever, like, the past three episodes has been about the monsters <laughs> fucking up their yeah. way of helping the kids. Fucking last yeah. episode. Fang- yeah. Like, to be fair. Fang- to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> 
All right, Nick, fine. Ruin the moment. <laughs> Fangula did get the astral axe. And it just got back into the hands of the creatures. He just asked but, the wrong question. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't really fit. It's one of those things of like this episode and last episode could be in either order and it wouldn't matter. Nah, yeah. Which is like by design for shows like this, but also annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're. I know that we 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 already know that the show doesn't end the way it should be. Yeah. Ended way any show should be ended. I.e., it's not an expected end. Uh, but you would think that. They, it's not even that it's the end. It's the previous episode had how many episodes? Pre- pre- previous, the previous season. season sorry. had 50, 50, 58. Four, yeah, and like we're at 30... We're at 34 now. 34. There's 35 in the whole season. So you'd think that there would be like some sort of plot awareness mm-hmm. within there. But it seems like they've just... The closest we got was uh, the Astroborgs and then the like mega armor. Yeah. Which felt like it was a very good lead up to some sort of climactic thing. Well, and the whole Roboborg and Boron edition, right. but that just keeps resulting in nothing every yeah, episode. Yeah, it's a Pokemon battle. It's a yes. rival fight. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and it's like uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. It's been frustrating the last like three or four episodes, but because like st- cool stuff is happening, the episodes have been good, mm-hmm. but they are like not resulting in any plot progress in any way shape they're or form. too self-contained yes um and again partly by design yeah. because these are meant to be like you know like serialized or whatever where they're they could be released at any point in time and you can tune into one and i enjoy think it's it. a great example of some sort of corporate oversight kind of destroying the uh resulting artistic creativity in a show yeah which you saw a lot in the 90s yeah, and like I mean, Saban is like two thousands the picturesque example right. of that whole process of like churning out corporate products. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's like real creative interest in like good creativity happening, and it's just like not being allowed to be fully executed because they're like, we need ninety episodes, an episode every day. Oh, by the way, scrap all this. We're moving to Ireland. We're doing a new show. Right. <laughs> like that's the kind of shit that they. All of we the gotta get in was. on this before the furries become like well known. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Doctor Baron von Frankenbeans. Yeah, he has answered the monster's call for help. Uh, the flabber is like, "Why the fuck did you call him?" And he's like, "Well, because if you're going to fight evil, you have to fight it with more or evil." evil. Right? Genius. The, the fire with fire argument. Yeah. Which, yeah. as any firefighter will tell you, is the best way to fight a fire. Yeah. Yes. Literally, like, all things on fire. The right. only way burn it works. down the whole town, save a house. Yeah. That's it's not the it controlled burn answer. The controlled burn answer is to kill less fortunes. I think. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Or if, kidnap him or if whatever. If this was so, JoJo's bizarre adventure, yeah, no, that's the stand user. That's. Oh my god, wait, no, there already was one exactly like him. (laughs) (laughs) He's a very anime-esque character in in both execution and, like, plot dynamic. (laughs) uh, So, what he has brought with him is what looks kind of like a mandrake plant. But it is is the root of all evil. Which I really thought 
they were going to call back to Emily's Seed of Evil. Yeah, See, I know you made the reference while we were watching it. I did not think that they were at any time going to reference that. Uh, I thought I maybe. Hoped, but I didn't think that they would. Yeah. It seemed highly implausible that they would actually do something, I don't know, artistically. What's the word? Good? Well, just because, like, they had already <laughs> That's brought it. They were already bringing <laughs> Victor, or Bor- uh, Boron <laughs> von Frankenbeans. Baron von Frankenbeans back. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> you didn't say Simon says put his brain back in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's got this like weird mangled hairball root bulb that is the yeah, root it, of all evil. Apparently, he has discovered. I loved, I loved that prop. By the way, like yes. it was shiny and dark. It's what you'd expect. Like it looked like a root. And it did, it, uh, it oddly looked kind of mandrakey, where it had that sort of, uh. You said it looked like a, a little bit like a voodoo doll almost. Yeah. yeah. It had like a, a humanoid esque shape exactly. to it. Exactly. It's got that, uh, uh anthropomorphism mm-hmm. in a way. And it really does feel like something from like an old Universal film of like, mm-hmm. yeah, Dr. Frankenstein or Dracula found the root of all evil. And it's a literal root <laughs> that's like a physical thing in the world. I did. I made a connection to an actual uh, movie franchise. What was it? Um, Is it The Mummy? No. 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 That's totally in your brain, dude. I know. It's stuck there permanently. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It just, it Whatever, feels like yeah. something from Universal or something. You know that those like classic movies because it's super campy. Yeah. But it's also like a weird level of world building of like yeah. In those movies, evil is a physical reality, and of course there would be like the root of all evil would be a literal root that someone finds. Oh yeah, that's my copy. Yeah, that's my I don't copyright like looking through time. mail. I was trying to that's see fine. if I could doodle on it, and then I saw. <laughs> oh, it's like, the deed to his house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, wait, it's not filled out though. I mean, Cameron, are you squatting here? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why is the author... Nguyen? There's two authors. One is Koa and one is me. The rights are all reserved to me. Koa, two authors. how do you say your name? Win. Okay, but Nguyen. there are four more words. <laughs> or there are four words altogether. Long dong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, long, long duck dong from long uh, uh-huh. 16 Candles, of course. Wait, what? Do you know his birth month? Uh, no. Because I mean, like, (laughs) I mean, there's there's a a one in twelve chance that we uh, were born in the same month, and I wanted to know. (laughs) (laughs) Born in the same month as everyone else are. Shut up! Don't ruin his month and year. After, like, I went off the year, and I was like. I'm trying to see if we were born on the same day, because maybe that means that he either leached my talent or I'm destined <laughs> for greatness. <laughs> either way. Yeah, you have the same star sign. Is that what you're looking for? Yes, right. I am a, 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 a horoscope mom. <laughs> yeah. But no, give me a... Where's, yeah. where, where's your doodle paper camera? Oh, found it. Uh, I was going to say, it should still be there. I haven't moved it. Um, I just rearranged some of the... Paper. My uh, ADHD is a little bit. Uh, it's fine. Do you need a pen? Phony. I do need a pen. Here. I'm having a hard time. Like I don't know which one of those is. I don't know which one of those is still alive. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, he's got the literal root of all evil. And meanwhile, outside, we were. I think we had just. Yeah, we paused the the episode here because Ryan noted that the background of yeah. the like the, the room next to the entryway 
looked wrong. Like there's a bookshelf missing. There's some windows that are not in the right, not on the right wall. Um, from, from like, if our memory serves, um, and right after we, we paused it to look at that, we turned the episode back on and Horabel is looking through a boarded up window and there's no reason that there's no, there's no window she could be looking through where she would have seen this interaction. Yeah. She was way off. Uh, like all the action was taking place, uh, to the, uh, to the right of the door, right of the foyer. Yeah. And then she was looking into a window that would have been staged left of the door, which would have been way left of the foyer. Yeah, that would have been like the like the parlor area, which they were not in at this point. Yeah. And she uh, realizes that they've got the root of all evil and, they, and that Dr. Uh, Baron von Frankenbeans has all these plans. So she teleports away to go tell uh, Nukas uh, what's going on. Nukas is yelling at Les that he hasn't created anything good. Les has one great line. Les has all the be- the great lines, I think. But yeah. Les says, well, I created you, didn't I? And Lucas goes, don't change the subject. <laughs> like, okay, buddy, I he's you right. I this world. I can take <laughs> you back out. It's like, he's not wrong. Like, that's that's a good comeback that he's not really utilized before. Um, yeah, for anybody that's had an emotionally manipulative parent, they like to use that line mm-hmm. a lot. So, uh, Horabel starts telling Nukas about this whole thing going on at Hillhurst, that the monsters are working with uh, Dr. Frankenbeans, and he's like, well, bring him to me. We're going to, if he's making something, you know, super evil, I want it. Which is, you know, incredibly predictable, of course. Um, right. The monsters are explaining to uh, the Baron and Flabber what all is going on. They wanted to fight evil with more evil. And uh, the Baron is like, Nukas might make monsters from, uh, from drawings, but I make monsters from nature and science. Science. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's a pretty fun, like it, it really is. Yes. You would, if you did know a mad scientist, you would call him to enlist his help to fight the evil villains. Like, I mean, you may as well. Yeah. I suppose. Like, yeah, but I, I say, what is it going to hurt? But we find out in the episode, what's it going to hurt? Well, and we found that out the last time he was in town and the time before that. <laughs> yeah. The time before that. That's, <laughs> this is one of the monsters plans and they don't necessarily ever have the best plans. Like, Fangula being gaslit into thinking he was a superhero and breaking into the catacombs Fangula to steal the axe. Fangula gaslit himself into well, thinking he was true. a superhero. And that happening was the best thing that the monster – that was the best quote-unquote plan the monsters ever had. It actually almost worked out in a way. It almost worked out. You wouldn't know by watching the next episode. Oh, no. Like but <laughs> – uh, This is melty. So <laughs> – He's a uh, boy. Yeah. Oh god, you broken shit. Him. So hold on. Uh, no, I, I got to wind him up. <laughs> I think so that's sign for a smoke bridge. <laughs> Dr. Frankenbeans is like dropping the uh root of all evil into like various flasks and stuff and they're like boiling up um which like he's spearmen. It's a, it's a, it's like really a really good use of like practical effects with dyed liquid and and like 
Yeah, they grew up in dry stuff. ice and dyed liquid. Is exactly yeah. what's going on. Uh, like, Wait, no. As Sony that dropped out of a chemical engineering degree, I can tell you that all of those experiments are a hundred percent legit. Like he, <laughs> he was totally... making H two S O four. He was making whatever that stuff was that can burn asbestos. H two S O four. No. <laughs> Napalm. No. I can't remember what the fuck it was. That's super interesting, though. There is you a chemical. I did. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, that stuff! It it can not only burn asbestos; it like, can burn through like the fucking say, mantle. The, the hyperacidic stuff. It's, yeah. It's like if somebody gave thermite steroids. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's too volatile to burn. Yeah. Like, it'll it'll burn through anything and everything. It's one of those things that like you cannot contain it yeah. because it's yeah. It's, it, you can chemically neutralize it to a point, but uh, you gotta just wait for the already combusted parts to just to wait for do it to it. do its do its thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's kind of like you know, boil, boil, toil, and troubling this this root. Yeah, he's the fates for Macbeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it was a uh, chlorine trifluoride. Yeah, ah, that's yeah, the bitch. Yeah. Uh, so this like chlorine burns easy to treat, <laughs> fun to have. <laughs> I'm now thinking, but I remember very well that it said that at one point, like, something got knocked over and it burned through, like, a foot of concrete and then into the ground below it. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those, I think that's like... that's how it was discovered. That's one of those, uh, uh, like, drill holes in Russia that goes to, like, as far as they could drill. And oh, the Kola Super Deep Bore Hole. Yeah. 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 Those, that's how they did that. The they that just you drop can hear the Satan, <laughs> or the, the hell-bound satanic spirits cry out from. Yeah. Yes. It's like listening to a seashell to hear the ocean. You listen to that and you hear hellscapes. I heard that's what uh, inspired Cake by the Ocean. <laughs> Put your head up to it and you listen to the sounds of hell. And <laughs> Hello, it's me, President Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Do you have any jelly beans? All you can hear is, I'm not a crook. <laughs> it's on repeat. Yeah, Reagan, Nixon, same thing. Yeah, they're playing badminton. They're, I was gonna, yeah, they're like yelling, yelling slurs at each other, waiting for Kissinger to get there. Uh, <laughs> Damn hippie, get out of my hell space! <laughs> so uh, when he puts the uh, root into this little concoction, it like inflates into an egg, like the size of a like of little ghoul. Like it's yeah, like a three no, foot tall egg. It's not child sized. It's more than that. Yeah. Um, it is It is large enough that later on, Less Fortune sits on it, and it is slightly taller than your average chair. Well, it doesn't look comfortable to sit on. No. <laughs> well, that depends on Less's <laughs> definition of comfort. Comfort. I mean, you know what? I've taken an egg tip in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so Jim Jeffries? This is apparently the... <laughs> This is apparently the first stage of this terrible thing that uh, Dr. Uh, Frankenbeans has created. Uh, Horabel teleports in, grabs the doctor who's holding the egg, and goes, You're, I'm taking you and this creepy egg thing. If this is truly That's evil, it should be mine. That's alien went so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We're don't. taking the egg. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I don't remember anybody ignoring the advice of the half-naked woman lady in this one. <laughs> what do you think they were doing when they didn't listen to Horabelle? Oh. You don't know how clothed she is. She is a mantis lady. 
Yeah, you know, Mantids, notorious uh, freedom of body practitioners. Hey, if she's got weird insectoid boobs, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) So... Uh, insectoid boobs, Cameron. Insectoid boobs. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be on my gravestone. You're uh, right, it is. <laughs> I say that like we're gonna outlive him. <laughs> One never knows. Hey, now. I've got some bad luck. <laughs> Don't destroy ninety percent of my fantasies. <laughs> Ryan just goes to sleep thinking about planning my funeral. Yeah, it's all I got to look forward to. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Flabber has, like, figured out what's going on with the monsters. The monsters are like, uh, so we, we may have, uh, we may have overstretched what we were, uh, what we were planning to do. We should probably tell the kids, cause, uh, cause the, the kids are, they, they should get the Baron back. Uh, and Fangula specifically goes, I feel so bad, this is my fault. And Frankie goes, your fault, and tries to kill Fangula. <laughs> well, yeah. It's fair. It's very fair for yeah. him to do that. <laughs> it's a really nice, like, weird little, like, consistency in character uh, acting that they let slide through on accident, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, um, the crustaceans are uh, hanging out in the catacombs. They're threatening the Baron that if, you know, if you don't do this, you will be the late Baron von Frankenbeans, which is like a weirdly direct murderous threat uh, for this show. Like, they just basically, we'll fucking kill you. Yeah. We, we will actually kill you. Uh, we will end your life. A thing that they've really never clearly made a threat of. It's always like, we will defeat you. Or like, we will, you'll you never see the light of day the again. the last time you're winning. Like, yeah. We're going to make sure that your body never sees the light of day in a way that like, you know, the people who uh, put away the courier in uh, Fallout New Vegas are going to be like, oh, geez, why didn't we think about that? Yeah. You know, shooting twice. Um, <laughs> Good fellas is gonna be like, whoa, isn't that a little bit too much? <laughs> My mama's gabagool doesn't have that many ingredients to put in away this calzone. <laughs> uh, so they uh, they set the egg up in like a nest, and uh, Nukas is like, I know how to hatch this, and Lust Fortunes is sitting on it, and that is how he's going to hatch this because. The doctor's just like, yeah, you just have to wait. You just have to I, let it hatch. I heard this is how cow and chicken got inspired. I think so. <laughs> cow uh, and chicken. <laughs> Mama had a cow. Daddy had a chicken. Mama was proud. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, the kids are uh, in a park playing basketball. Uh, I was really expecting they were going to be like using their powers to one-up each other right. playing basketball. We didn't get that. That would be no. fun. Yeah. Which is why it wasn't. Exactly. <laughs> Instead, uh, Drew uh, picks up the basketball after Roland makes a shot, and the, like, stitching seam? Yeah, so instead of, it feels very much like instead of them just having Flabber's head turn into the ball, it's like they couldn't figure out how to do that right, so they instead made the ball open up from one of its seams and just have... Flabber's head nestled within like some sort of like a crystal uh, ball. Uh, what are those eggs we're not allowed to have in America? Kinder Surprise eggs. Yeah, it's like a Kinder Surprise, but worse. Yeah. Um, it's another Faberge egg. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just Fabergé it's the whole way down, man. Where's it's, all this old people shit coming from? <laughs> it's the Russian doll of Fabergé eggs. Um, Matroski dolls? Close enough. Well, Nick figures out the problem. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. You go ahead. The Russian nesting dolls, but I don't remember the. They have a name in Russian. Um, so Flabber explains what's going on with Doctor Von Frankenbeans being Doctor Octagonopus. Blah. Yeah. Yep. Matryoshka. I was close. Drew just like chucks. It was a lot closer than I thought I was. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I think you may have gotten it right at first. And I was like, wait, no, that's just slightly different. Uh, Drew just chucks yeah, the basketball. I said, how about you have your mother come over and service me sometime, Doug? <laughs> 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 Happens every time. <laughs> Drew just chucks the basketball like off screen. Yeah, they just abandon it as if it's some sort of park commodity, yeah. which begs the question it's like, all right, so does this town care so much about his parks and services that they provide so many balls for this kind of stuff? Is he such an asshole that he doesn't put it away in the right way? Is Roland's basketball? He's just yeah, like, is it what one the of fuck? their basketballs that they just don't care? Roland's like, don't worry, it'll take me 0.2 seconds to track it down later. Yeah. He's done this a thousand times, Ooh. broken into people's homes to find his basketball. <laughs> he puts an RFID chip in it to make sure that it's his. That's why it peeled back so easily. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. It's definitely deep pressure. Yeah, basketball's notoriously known for being stitched together. <laughs> yeah, it's like a baseball. It's got a cotton or a, a string ball uh, set. Yeah, made out of horse hide and yep. flated with pig farts. That's a basketball. <laughs> if you ask the Patriots. Uh, <laughs> it's the Patriots are a basketball deflate. team. No, deflate gate, yeah, I think was, is the reference the there. joke. Yeah. Uh, I didn't say it was a good Which one. Which is a horribly it's dated a joke now that I think about it's it. It's a what dated joke? Horribly dated joke. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I don't like both of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> so uh, they go like behind the basketball court. There's like the, you know, the big chain link uh, like cage that they keep the basketball players in. Yeah. The uh, ratchet and clank link fence. Yeah. That's the one. I love that game. <laughs> Uh, they go like behind that into like a little corner of the park and transform. The song counter goes up to ninety nine, which is crazy because the only thing I did in the corners of parks was to get blowjobs and do weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not quite to that age range yet. That's the uh, um, <laughs> so don't 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 don't, don't <laughs> go in a little don't, bit of the don't. background of whenever I don't. received those blowjobs <laughs> and weeds. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, you know, to leave it, they're not. <laughs> uh, think this is the last time we let Vic Mignogna guest on a podcast. <laughs> get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> uh, I, want, I really want to shoo Vic Mignogna off with like a push broom. <laughs> get out of here! No belong here! <laughs> I gotta go pee. I'm pretty sure that's how they kicked him out of the Funimation headquarters. <laughs> I think so, to be entirely honest. Beat him back with a fucking broom. <laughs> so, yeah, they transform our song counter goes up to 99. We're almost there. Almost legal. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, which, like, uh, we were talking about earlier, I am so concerned that they're going to ghost us they on the last they episode can't do it. they can't do it to like us. it would it would be 
I would prefer them to have like we actually actually get two songs in the second episode and we go up to 101. I'd prefer it to be a nice even 100 because that's just going to be perfect. If it doesn't end up being an even 100, I will quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> Personally hunt down Haim Saban and Shuki episode. Levy. <laughs> <laughs> but we're just I this is like full disclosure, not planned. We started the song counter when we started the show. We have counted every song that is the the actual theme song. We don't count the, when they go mega. Singing. Yeah, when they not go mega just, spectra, we don't count that. No. We don't count the intro songs. No. We count it every time they transform. Sometimes there's been doubles. There's been episodes where well, it doesn't appear. The appears. entire reason we started doing the count was because in the first few episodes, there were so many doubles already. We were like, we should make a counter to see how many more songs than episodes there are. Right. And it turns out it's like 20-something because there's like 80-something yeah. episodes. Are, uh, I looked it up earlier because I wanted to make sure. Uh, we were both wrong about how many episodes there were in season one, but I was only off by one. <laughs> what is it like? Uh, there's 88 in total, so there is 53 and 35. Ah. Yeah. Close, though. Close, yes. Though. Yes. We were within the range. I was off by one. Yeah. <laughs> Margin of error. One yeah. <laughs> plus or minus one episode. <laughs> it's the margin of error. It's the same reason why it's determined that Finland doesn't exist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, that's because of Bunny the Killer thing. Uh, <laughs> AKA the marginal error of films. I yeah. like how you keep talking about me like I'm an error, homie. <laughs> oh, no. Marge in the lair. <laughs> Good job. Uh, we were talking about how it, it will either be ruinous of us or perfect that next episode we end up with a hundred exactly songs. Exactly. No, it can go both ways, and neither one of them are explicitly. Yeah. Bad. Either there's there's no song, or there's two songs, and either way, I'm not going to be super happy about it. Right. And if there's perfect one hundred, that's like that's like t-shirt design worthy. I don't really know what so, it would look like, but it'd be like a you're the one hundredth customer. I think Cameron's saying that he's been in a cuckold relationship for the last few years. With Beetleborgs. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as soon as they they transform, and while they're still at the park, they go, oh, hey, we should call Roboborg because we're going to need him to, to fight the crustaceans who are, you know, in the catacombs underground where Roboborg can't get to. So they call... They summon the Drew summons the astral sword and it like badly CGs into his hand, uh, and then they call Roboborg by you know activating Faberge egg mode, and <laughs> as all mode. good people do. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as they do that, they go Roboborg, meet us at the cemetery. Yeah, you would think that <laughs> they would just summon him. I don't know at the cemetery. Yeah. But no, they were like, hey, all right, so here's the Google Meet, uh, the parties. And we, dropped, we dropped a pin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then they uh, they summon the Mega Spectra Sector Cycles, but it is so... Yeah, the Mega Super Depper Deagles. Those are the ones. Yeah. The, the transformation of their bicycles into the Sector Cycles takes twice as long as it does... I don't know what happened, but... <laughs> Something happened yeah. <laughs> on this transformation. Like, that transformation sequence looked like it was, like, 
That's the one. Exactly. Like it yeah. was half speed compared mm -hmm. to usual. Oh yeah, the transformation was super slow. Then they zipped away at what you would expect yeah. it to be for for things that are like hyperloop speeds, super <laughs> sonic. Like you'd expect them to break the sound. They do break the sound barrier. Mm -hmm. There's no explanation for their weird arrival animations outside of the fact that they break the sound barrier. They take their sweet time to put themselves together. Yeah, and they <laughs> use that like weird flame emoji that the Magnivores used to use to teleport. Yeah, and in front of the kids, it's not just exclusively like in the bike animation. They put it like in another frame that does mm -hmm. not feel like it needs to have their any sort of their animation No uh, it, transformation animation at all. No. It could just come out of the comics. Or it, it, the blueprint one was is still my favorite summoning like yeah animation. that one is pretty good. the the yeah. sector cycles coming out of the blueprint <laughs> for sure since they've gone like mega mode or whatever they haven't done the blueprint which i think honestly was oh the better God, way to do it oh my god he's a legendary super sector <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you frieza millennia ago we had legend of the legendary super sector cycle <laughs> you're not standing before your ordinary sector cycle <laughs> <laughs> so uh speaking of final forms <laughs> oh we're gonna take 13 episodes to uh, transform into fine fine four Yes. Fee fi fo <laughs> uh, So back in the catacombs, uh, Les, <laughs> is, uh, Les is uh, sitting on the egg. a lot of red meat. Eat a banana or something like Les is sitting on the egg and it like starts to like. And vaping, that's the same thing. <laughs> it starts to like move. Something is like pushing at the edges of the egg. Uh -huh. And it's like this weird gelatinous. Yeah, it looks like it's like a like a womb, more like like a baby's like pushing on it. Yeah, instead of the hard calcified shell that we're used to yeah. seeing in an egg, and the very that we've physical been prop. Because yeah, they hold them, and it's not like their fingers sink into it. Like no. it's a fleshy egg. It's very much a shelled egg. Yes. Yeah. Not to mention that eggs that are bigger like that, because of how big they are in their own weight, have to be harder than normal eggs anyway. Yeah. Look at like, emu eggs. Yeah. I was about to say ostrich eggs because they're yeah. like the biggest one. They're just like you have to get a fucking knife and like stab. Yeah, it you got to take get a, a pickaxe to it. Yeah. yeah like. <laughs> so. Uh, turns out minerals are hard. <laughs> yeah. The, the, <laughs> like, the ceiling starts to shake in the catacombs and uh, the crustaceans are all like, oh no, it's rope. You know what that is? It's Roboborg. And it's like, no, he said the secret word. <laughs> <laughs> turns so, into Peavy's plan. Uh, uh, <laughs> Vylor and Nukas, uh, they teleport away with the Astral Axe. They summon Boron. Uh, Boron and Roboborg summon their swords. They start fighting. The kids are like, we're going to fuck up Boron for once. Let's summon the the uh, uh, battle vehicles, which I always forget they're called battle vehicles in this season and not attack well, vehicles. Yeah, and Beetle AV is just such a good... Sounds so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, they changed... It went from Beetle Battle... The Beetle BVs! Yeah, the Beetle Amphibious Assault Vehicles. <laughs> well, so it, it went from... Let's get the uh, Beetle Hummers! That's what they used on D-Day. <laughs> <laughs> it went from Battle Base to Battle Station, and then from attack vehicle to battle vehicle 
I don't know. There's no. <laughs> I feel like they came back together after the break for season two, and they went, all right, what what did we call them? Hold on, it was written down somewhere. <laughs> the, and then they couldn't find the paper or something. <laughs> podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like us. It was, it was not an intentional change of nomenclature. Uh-huh. It was a totally like, like no, shit. that's what we've we always called them. them. <laughs> always called them that. Yeah. What are you always. talking about? These are the battle vehicles. Yeah. What do you mean we didn't call them that? Beetle AVs. Why do the, those toy boxes are wrong? What are yeah. you talking about? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody call Bandai. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you printed it wrong. It's been that way for a year and a half. <laughs> Shut up. My boss is right over my fucking shoulder. Bro, we <laughs> were <laughs> breathing very heavily yeah. down the neck of the product just- manager. <sighs> Alright, so Namco's <laughs> been developing Symphony of the Night, and we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I feel like uh, his breath would condense his olive oil on the back of his head. <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, if it's uh, uh, Shuki or Saban, then it would be... Uh, 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 what'd you say? You said olive oil? Olive oil. Uh, then it would be uh, extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> Are you calling Israelis virgins? <laughs> Those two. No, I was thinking. I think the problem is I thought you said something besides olive oil, and I was like, "Oh no, it's going to be olive oil because they're." they're I'm like, wait, no, they have. <laughs> it's olive oil too. <laughs> Canola. <laughs> Palm oil. That would be a little. Coconut oil, oil, I guess. Yeah, you know what? Above. It could be healthy. Coconut oil. Why not? Yeah. It's a. Uh, if it's healthy, kosher. it can't be some. It's kosher oil. No. It's, uh, <laughs> that's yeah. what Schindler's list was. It was. Kosher oil? I'm not. I'm stopping. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't it's know going in a bad place. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I told you, we gotta stop having fun. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, come on, we've got it. We've, we're almost there. I know. Uh, so uh, while the battle vehicles are attacking Boron, uh, which is like decent footage, but not that great because it's we see the 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 battle okay. vehicles roll in and we see like the screen with Boron on it in the like cockpits. Yeah, but the attacks are just like superimposed the vehicles in the foreground boron in the background and like we just see boron getting hit by laser blasts it it seems like we didn't get that forceful superimposition of japanese footage like we normally do that breaks the uh combat yeah and i think it would have looked so cool to see like roland's vehicle like pinching Boron's leg or something, trying to like yeah. suplex him or something. Them like, doing any of the things that were known for their specialties of, they didn't really. Exist. Yeah, like because they even did that with regular sized monsters a couple mm-hmm. times in oh, yeah. the first season, at least. Because like that's uh, the only way we would have seen Roland using. His yeah, well, and like powers. Yeah, I, I don't know why I remembered this one, but you unarmed dragon suplex gorilla the kind. Wait, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close though. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Millennia or Melania. Mel- Melania, I think. Millennia. Millennia. No, Melania. You had it right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Man, Donnie gave her Scarlet Rod. <laughs> God. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, Les is, like, full-on hugging, like, sleeping on top of the egg. Uh, and, like, 
Horabella's like, oh, he could sleep anywhere while she like files her nails with a with like a fucking grasp, like a metal rasp. <laughs> yeah. Like a foot and a half fucking long. microplaner. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the egg starts to hatch while the uh, uh, the vehicles are attacking. It does a Boron. rumble in Les's tummy. Yeah. Uh, so like Les You wouldn't and- know anything about that. <laughs> You're you're tumbly. You're tumbly now. Yeah, my tumbly is fine. Oh, I'm great. Mm-hmm. We all have uh, none of us have digestive issues. The only the only condition for being a Beetle Bros is having a perfectly intact digestive tract. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So uh, no anxiety. If you have an anxiety attack get out all in here. your life, you're fired. Yep. Uh, Horabelle goes and tells uh, Nucus and Vylor that the egg is hatching, and he's like, okay, fuck it, we're done here, summons Boron back into his Pokeball, <laughs> and just teleports away, and he's like, you haven't won yet, or you haven't, this is the last time you win, or whatever the fuck he says to Yeah, the he, kids. he walks up and goes, this is the last time you're winning, Beetle Brats, and leaves, which, like, they hadn't won yet, Boron was They're holding standing. his own yeah. against three attack vehicles and a giant robot so like they only know how to hit light attack (laughs) (laughs) i've seen them roll a couple of times but i think it was an accident the the parry buttons jammed on the controller (laughs) uh so yeah the crustaceans go back uh the beetleborgs are like well fuck it we'll just go to the cemetery because we got to get Dr. Well, Frankie kill back. them in their own home. <laughs> <laughs> and they literally... That is the Beetleborg's way. Uh-huh. Yeah, they stab them in the So sleep. they yeah. go to the Cut cemetery. The they uh, crack open the uh, sarcophagus that leads to the catacombs. Just hop on down there. Yeah, you think they're going to be doing some spring cleaning, but it turns out they're only there to rescue uh, Dr. Uh, Frankenbeans. Frank yeah. 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 Yeah, they he, bust him out of... Because you can hear him going... And then all of a sudden they crack him open and he's like, oh, thank God, it smells like child pussy now. That I can live with. It's the bad guy's hideout. That's their rules, not mine. Nick, what did I tell you about letting Vic back in the room? I tried to stop him. <laughs> hey, get, the, get the broom. Get the broom. His hair isn't the only thing that he's sacrificed for. You saved it. We're going to need a bigger broom. <laughs> 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 that's not a voice actor. That's um a a a de- a a, a space a, a pedophile. Wait, that no, wait. that's an invasion. <laughs> that's an invasion of space station. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> okay, so they break. You know, so whenever I listen back to it, I've seen these points before. It sounds like we cut out something fucking <laughs> awful. We did not cut anything out from the last point to and now. It, it used to be that it would be like we would cut something and then we would leave in like, something oh, thank God we cut that out. And it would sound like what we cut out got left in. Yeah. Uh, that's not the case. Probably oh. this time. I don't know. Fuck it. Maybe it is. I don't know what I'm going to cut. We'll leave that one to TJ. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we do have a, a dad. We do have a pod daddy. I forgot I have a dad again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's only a few years older than us. It's a rear... Mathematically, it's very odd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Dr. Frankenbeans is in this coffin. He's tied up. And hot. I think... I think... Yeah, it's pretty hot. Does, I think <laughs> Drew grabs him. 
By like the shoulders. I don't remember which one. <laughs> one of them just grabs By me. his lapel. Well, they, they <laughs> like grab him and pull him and it rips the ropes apart. No, no, no. They Joe grab goes, the ropes. Let me get those off of you. And she grabs the ropes, but instead of like pulling the ropes apart, she just like pulls it, basically shattering his lumbar. Right. Leverages <laughs> the entire <laughs> system against his spine. Yeah. Just. It's it's him. great. He's yeah. He's got a <laughs> although spine like of steel. for real though. I'm like man, that would like pop me just right. Like, <laughs> I I saw that. I was like man. I wish my chiropractor right existed and be had giant super strength like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <need> uh, chiropractor. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, he is explaining. Don't laugh at my pain. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Oh. Frankenbeans is explaining that the monster, ha- his creation hatched, and it was so horrible, Horabelle. Uh, 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 so horrible that it scared the crustaceans away, which I wish we had seen happen. That would have been fun. I, yeah. I could, well, because I figured initially, because he was like, oh, it scared them off, they all ran away, that it was building to a reveal, and it was going to be like a puppy. Like, yeah. <laughs> just. Something small and unassuming. It's just, or, it's still the root. It's just it's, yeah. sitting in a pen. It was in the egg yeah. the whole time. That's all. It was just huh. an encasement. Uh, uh, but no, what has happened is he says the, the monster's highly explosive. And if it gets out, it'll destroy the city. We don't Basically see it is what do they anything say. that hints at all that it explos- it's explosive at all. No, not really. The only... Evidence or proof for anything that we have is just him saying it. Yeah, and it doesn't get so, out on Rampage. But they're like, well, it's, I know it scared the crustaceans away, but what if it does get out? And he's like, I didn't think that far. Like, you're a horrible doctor. Yeah. <laughs> horrible doctor. Thank you! <laughs> so, Jesus, what am I doing here? They, they run through the catacombs, and we get some, like, I think new shots of the catacombs, because it's like some newer cave shots that look like a combination of the weird bubble room-esque alternate dimensions we used to get shots of in season one, where it's like a, a very clearly was just a black room. dice head that put them in the bubble? Uh, no, it was... Um, it was Michael Moore. It was the rat monster. Uh-huh. Yeah, Michael Moore. That's the- <laughs> it was the rat monster. Why can't I think of his name? We said Michael Moore. Yeah, Michael Moore. <laughs> <laughs> it was mousing around. Um he was the one. Uh, Rattata. <laughs> yeah, Rattata. Rattagast. Yeah, he's the one. Um, so they like run through these like relatively new looking set pieces, which is cool. And then they see like a tail slinking away down a like around a hallway. corner. Yeah, of, like, around a, a cliff corner. of like rock. And they run in, and it's a it's a it's a like a black room with uh, fog rolling in, and a couple prop rocks sitting around. It's very big, open, um, cavernous yeah. space for a very small place. Yeah, <laughs> I love prop rocks. You know, I love that feeling you get in your mouth whenever you just like put the whole packet in. Yeah, prop rock yeah. is my uh, favorite genre of music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know you went to a Christian school. Yeah. <laughs> You like uh, oh fuck, what's a Christian band? Not a fucking uh, P.O.D. I don't know. Oh yeah, P.O.D. <laughs> we are, we are. Puddle of dud. <laughs> Puddle of dads. 
so the as as the kids are talking to to Dr. Frankenbeans and the, he's like like you got to be super careful about this. Drew goes, "I've got just the thing that'll do the job." And just fucking pulls his <laughs> gun out. <laughs> out. Yeah. Was this before or after they were like, "Oh no, we can't nuke this guy from orbit because he's explosive." This was after. Yeah, it was he right was like, after. It's highly explosive if it gets out. And he goes, "I got something to stop it." And pulls out his gun. <laughs> Because when I think, oh my god, that semi-truck carrying ammonium nitrate is falling down the hill, I'm like, shoot at it to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. They've got all of the different And that's laser. why you'll never make it on the local police force. That's why the only trucking I will ever do is in American Truck Simulator. <laughs> it's, they've got, like, optional blasts, like freeze rays and stuff yeah. in their guns that they've used... Well, they can set their maybe. phasers to stun. Exactly. Yeah. They just never do. They never do. No. Like, both versions of their laser Why blasters. Why would you need to whenever if you just shoot it with enough nuclear blast, it goes back into the comic? Well, yeah. At first they were trying to go for the non-lethal ending, and then they found out that it really just wasn't worth it, and it was more fun to do lethal. But this so. is a real monster. They can't send this back you know, to the comics. They I have to kill it. That's the same explanation that George Floyd's cops gave. I They did go with the nuclear option. And they got off. Didn't the one get... Sometime uh, Chauvin or whatever one, one his name of them is. got like a different uh, precinct he can operate. Oh, in. Yeah, that's probably yeah. They Catholic churched him. Yeah, um, yeah. For those of you who it's don't know, the Catholic uh, Church likes to, likes to just boot their priests that are found for uh, just kind of shuffle uh, them around. It's child like, molestation. It's, yeah, it's like work at a different place. It's like when you when you accidentally look at the card on the top of the deck and you're like, oh, I got to put that at the bottom of the deck now. Yeah, but instead they force you to join a whole new poker game. Uh-huh. You're still gonna cheat in that one, but they just oh, can the card tell is still that, up your sleeve. Oh, yeah. They're oh no no! He uh, knowing that you're not going to cheat in the one that they're specifically in charge of. Mm-hmm. He got sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison. Well, there was more yeah. than one. No, I know. Yeah, I yeah, mean, the, the, the Chauvin guy, sentenced. the one that was yeah, that was actually sentenced. He got sentenced, but what has he served? Well, he's I mean, still he's just in, going he's still in, in he, prison the, now. Yeah, he got 22 and a half years, but it only happened a couple years ago. So uh, I think it was 20. Right, and the sentencing itself down. happened more than a year. A after year the crime. Yeah. June twenty yeah. fifth of last year. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was the the yeah, laziest see. version of of the definition of justice served. Yeah, uh, yeah. And th- th- this is like a real thing they killed. This is a real. This is a living being. Right? Unlike George Floyd. Is no, unlike most of their monsters. Jesus oh, Christ. Okay. Well, I don't know, man. You just jump from one. It was a weird to segue. The, I get it. Segways are off. <laughs> I don't for give the you record, that one. we do not stand for police brutality. We don't really even stand for police. <laughs> we hardly stand for police. If it weren't for the fact that Cameron had a cousin on the force, I think. Ah, I love my cousin. I hate his job. Exactly. <laughs> hate the sinner. Hate the sin, not the sinner. <laughs> don't, because that's what my grandma used for why she wouldn't talk to like one of our gay cousins. So <laughs> I'm aware. Hey, I've got one of those two that uses the same rule. And I'm sure my grandma doesn't talk to him either. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it works. Uh, Miraculously, I found a place that I don't know how to comment in. (laughs) Ah, beautiful. We knew we would reach it. It only took 99 songs. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the the monster that they summon isn't given a name in the episode, but what appears. We have seen before. It's Melzard, comma, Melzard. (laughs) (laughs) So, 
Um, yeah, I'm just gonna pull up the Japanese version so we can get some of the better because the name is it. fucking so much better. Yeah, and we've Cameron, seen. It. Isn't that your Steam profile? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. oh, Jinx, you got a kiss. Nick, describe yeah. uh, <laughs> what is what is what was referred oh, in a previous giant episode cobra as snake monster. Lady. Yeah. So With, this is supposed to be a plant, right? It was described as a plant because it's like... That is hatch- a serpent. <laughs> I am like, aware. Well, so I'm wondering if they didn't pull some sort of basilisk inspiration. Because, you know, a basilisk is a chicken egg hatched under a serpent or a mm-hmm. toad. A toad. It's a frog. It's an amphibian. little amphibiboy. Um so it, it's... And they do curse damage. Mm-hmm. And if your curse builds up enough, you die instantly. I think yeah, so. exactly. Extra poison um, XP. Why is Baldur's Gate like st- it's early access? That doesn't make oh, sense. Oh, that's to weird. Me. Yeah, um, oh, three I've, or whatever that's coming. Well, I was really. It, it's already out. It's been out oh, for like it's a out. year. Oh. That must and be. And I was a... really excited about it because I have played Baldur's Gate one and two a bunch, and it it surely someone just put like it a, into Steam. A, it's kind of like what we were talking about in our last episode about how I want like a Souls level aesthetically and lore pleasing game, but. That you can actually but, play as a casual yeah, player. but Elder Scrolls Yeah, uh, and that's play, what the Baldur's Gate were doing. And then they finally went to 3D with 3, but I went to go buy it over the weekend. And it's 60 bucks still, but it's all early access. And they still have a lot of shit that they're planning on implementing. And I'm like, what Weird. the fuck? Like, I understand if you need, like, one major update after release. Like, they were pushing for it, so you release a shitty game. And, like, people have done that a lot before. Mm-hmm. But, like... Baldur's Gate 3 got, like, super hyped through the trailer, waited a year, and they were like, well, better just release it, even though we're still working <laughs> on it. Put our alpha build out. Yeah, yeah. like, dude, like, yeah, every time they release an update, it ruins your save. That's too early, in my opinion. Like, that's still it. too early in that sort of Outside of testing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Outside of being a beta tester, or yeah, something. like I would gladly beta test tester. the fuck out of it. If it was like half the price. Yeah, like I would play multiple every time they release an update. Well, that's what I, I got with that with the uh, webbed that little yeah. spider game on Steam. I got I was a beta tester on that right. game, right? And it was fine. I mean, it scrapped my save when I when the real game came out. But that was fine because that was a point of beta testing. Yeah, I was exactly. Just, I was just reporting bugs and shit. But I'm not paying 60 bucks just to continue beta testing your game like that. I beta tested Reach and it was free. Like they, if you signed up for it, they let you play it for they let you play the beta for free before I, the game uh, came. Elder Scrolls Online did that too. If you I signed up, that. if you signed up in a window, you would right. you would get into that and it was free and it was it was super you know hyper early access beta testing. And then they you know they scrap it and you have to buy you still have to buy the full game. Sometimes yeah. if you're a beta tester, they, they give you a discount or they give you the game for free, depending on how many beta testers they have. Right. Elder Scrolls Online had way too many, so you still had to buy it. But I need to pick um, that game back up again. Yeah. I just so, got the high rock and it's like great, but I just haven't played the game in a while. Yeah. <laughs> this does I, I this monster feels like a, a Soulsborn type monster it, it kind of does in, yeah. in, in design and exe- Souls, but it, yes it, it feels not out uh, of place in yeah. both design and execution uh except so it's it's monster mother we've seen her before um fuck she mother melzard even... sir yeah well so they don't name her in this episode um which creates a little bit of i don't know if she's even a named conundrum the first time right are i 
Is well, she not she named? She was called something else. I swear to God, she was, she was called. She was called like monster, monster. Name. Yeah, yeah. Because we made a, we had a whole like diatribe about the mother of monsters in Greek mythology. Yeah. I swear to God, I brought that up. We did. So it's yeah, she's called monster. Attack mother of the brain suckers. In Attack of the brain suckers, and uh, I don't remember. Let's see if that was episode or season one or season two. Um, God damn it, ads. Yeah, okay, so it was in season two. It was in episode 13. But she's not killed in the episode, so we didn't put her on the list. She's not the monster of the week in that episode. And they just reused the costume. It's not the same monster for the show's context. No, no, no. In continuity, in and the wiki has a a hard time describing this. Because they list them as the same monster. But it's it's not. Well, technically it is. But... Lore-wise, it shouldn't be. Exactly. Because what they describe in the episode with the brain sucker is that in the comics, or or when Les explains it, so in, I guess in like Les's headcanon of yeah, his, his characters he's drawing. Mentality. Yeah. He drew the I'm brain sucker. Narrator. And the monsters that are created are created by this mon- mother of monsters. That was, and we saw the weird egg hatching from the tendrils thing. And then, like, it was almost that disgusting. Yeah. And. That's what egg hatching sounds like, yeah. by the way. And, like, I remember that. And we saw <laughs> the, the Mother of Monsters very, brief, very briefly. And it was, like, a kind of cool world-building lore thing for, like, yeah, Les has really thought this out. This is, like, the reality behind, like, kind of like when we would see, like, in the comics, this is what happens with various characters and monsters, like, uh, like, uh, Noxic having a brother. Like, it's like this weird thing of, like, yeah, they have backgrounds that aren't post them coming out of the comics. They have stories that are in the comics that I still like the headcanon of, like, their comic story is the B fighter lore? Yeah, because it, it works a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, not with Vexor, because then you'd be too way too fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I will do something with that you're, someday. You're but me space abortions aren't cool anymore. <laughs> the giant floating space fetus is just. Yeah, the fact that Vexor is actually. <laughs> uh, so. So this. I don't even know what to call the mother of monsters. I guess is just what we call her. Yeah. This weird giant snake lady that they keep calling a plant, the flowered root of all evil. Yeah, yeah. It attacks the Beetleborgs with its like tendrils, and they can't get their laser blasters, even though their hands are stuck at their sides, which right. is where their laser blasters are. Yeah, no, clearly. And the uh, uh, well, what's the word for the things that come after? Um, the the uh, next few shots, whatever, whatever. You see them clearly able to. Their hands are right next to their. The only thing that's stopping them is them saying, "Oh no, I can't reach my blaster." Like, if it was like, "Oh, we can't use our blasters," and they can't summon their their lance weapons. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which I can. I like the idea that they're incapacitated because they never are. Yeah, that's but very rare this they season. They don't do it convincingly. Yeah. Is the problem. And I'm sure this is a mix of Japanese and American footage problems because I know like uh Mother Mary Mother Mother Mary <laughs> Mother Mary uh, comes to me. Mother Melzard 
is Borging like, words of wisdom. <laughs> Flabberbee. Uh, in in B-Fighter Kabuto, Mother Melzard, like, eats a fossil with a tendril and spits out an egg that turns into one of the monsters of the week. So she is a big bad in B-Fighter. Versus a big in, bad B-Fighter, bro, uh-huh. you could say. Versus in this, where she's just a monster of the week. Which, she looks a lot like Vexor. Yes. It's, it looks like she should be... Strikingly, she looks like a season one yeah, monster. Yeah, like, you, that's the natural evolution of the what you're going to see as the final villain of Vexor. But no, yeah. that's not it. That ain't it, Chief, even close to in a nutshell. No. Um, so... They, like, get loose... Enough to like yeah, have an orgy, uh-huh. do some skateboard tricks. Oh, it's, it's not a Steve. It's not yeah. a Stephen King book. Um, so they like they stand. The wizard was just the homeless guy killing them the whole time. <laughs> they go uh, mega spectra beetleborg. They summon their armor, and there's a really like there's a a, a fun moment where Doctor Frankenbeans walks over to like all the beetleborgs and is like, "Oh, you've upgraded!" Like. Uh, he walks over to... Molecular molecular composition of this new armor? Yeah, it's like, of course he'd be curious about Mm -hmm. the, like, new upgrades they've got. And it's so, it's, I don't know, it was kind of cool. He was specifically, like... that it was acknowledged. Yeah. yeah. Just be like, I'm running late. (laughs) He was messing with uh, Roland's armor, which, of course, Roland has the best... Uh, upgrade form. He's got the cape and the big pauldrons, and he's like holding the pauldrons and looking at the cape. And mm-hmm. Roland's like, "I don't have time for this. We have Bro. to kill a thing." <laughs> We're committing uh, a grievances against the Geneva Convention. Yeah, back off for a sec. So they have their like uh their their versions of like their beetle battler <laughs> weapons um when they're in their mega spectra armor, and they just shoot at quote unquote the main root of. This monster. And this monster is like denigrating them like it's known them. It, yeah. it it's like you'll all you just like you've never won before, you'll never win again. It's like you were literally born ten minutes ago, yeah. if that. What do you mean? <laughs> what like do you know. <laughs> like, how do you know this? And they shoot it, and you we see like two or three different times a like slash across what is very clearly like a snake torso. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's the main root. And it it kills her, and she explodes violently, quote unquote. Violently. Violently. God damn it. <laughs> Come on, dude. I know. Um, Three years. <laughs> Three years. Th- I was really hoping that this would lead into next episode ha, you of fool. her getting out yeah, and rude. rampaging <laughs> or something. And that this uh, was... Fell for the classic trap of American uh, capitalism. I know. The blunder. Um, it's such good American capitalism, they didn't even make a fucking toy out of this character. Uh, the only monsters that... The, yeah, I know. The only monsters that got toys made in this season were the Mantrons. They didn't make any of the Monsters of the Week this whole fucking season. Um... I don't know why that bothers me so much. We didn't have any good Monsters of the Week this season, but... You were red. Your veins are bulging. I know. I've got that little vein above my forehead. You almost struck both of us, respectively. I did. Uh, So, uh, the the next scene is um, the Baron leaving Hillhurst. Flabber talking to the kids about, like, 
I'm so glad this has all been worked out. The monsters are like, Baron, thank you so much for coming to help. Since you've been uh, uh, such a pain in the ass, don't let the door hit you on the way out. And right. They hand him his hat and they kind of boot him. And he's like, well, actually, this is perfect. I need to get back home to work on my experiments. And the kids are like, what experiments? Have you not learned jack shit the last five times you've been here? I mean, if he's going to make more frankenbeans. Yeah. And then he goes. He he finally. That's why he has to keep taking trips to the U.S. It's. He's continuously trying to find that goddamn uh, golden retriever that mm. uh, has the Bush's baked beans recipe. Because yep. he's like, there can be only one Frankenbeans. Frankenbeans! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Frankenbeans goes, well, what I've learned from this trip is if you create an egg, the yolk may be on you. And <laughs> no one just slap the shit. <laughs> but but the freeze frame is Flabber making a face of utter disgust it, yeah. at the comment. Like the most disgust. It's well, not Will Smith. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, the end credit scene is all the monsters like doing chemistry in like the little lab set. Yeah. And we get a really fun shot of uh, uh, Wolfie and then Mums both drink the same potion one after the other. And then they like fall under the table and they stand back up and Wolfie has Mum's head and and Mum's has and Wolfie's head. Yeah. Say, you ever seen that movie Face Off? <laughs> uh, yeah, Nicolas Cage gets a wolf body. It's crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, John Travolta just looks like John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty fun uh it was a pretty fun end credit scene. It's it, it yeah. was one of the more entertaining ones that we've seen in the past year. Yeah. It was a decently entertaining episode the whole way through. Yeah. Um, so do we want to do the Monster Menagerie or the rating first? What do you guys want to do today? I mean, we usually do the... You want to do the monster? First. Yeah. yeah no. So... We just haven't had one in so long. I know. We haven't, we haven't had one. Time. We haven't had one in a long time. And I don't... Should we... put this too high on account of... <laughs> it was it bad. It just gets absolutely curb stomped and, very shortly after they... Do, Switch. We, we can't consider her from the Brain Sucker episode, no, right? This, no, that, that doesn't no, count for no. this instance of the monster. Because this is a different... That was literally like a thing of less narrating something. Yeah. Then, we, like, they just happened to show it <laughs> right. when he was narrating. And they definitely just did that because they had the footage to use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just filler. So, do you guys want me to read through the list real quick? Because I know it's been a while. I know our listeners well, haven't heard it in a long time. Well, she will be low. So, half will go up. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So uh, we have we have exactly twenty monsters right now. Uh, let me make sure that my numbers are right. Sure. <laughs> um, yes, we have exactly twenty monsters um, right now, not including that the Mantrons have like three A, B, C, and D. Um, so at the very bottom is Mole Monster, and then Monster Smasher, who is that weird chameleon rhino thing. Uh, Piranacon is eighteen. Triple Source Rex is seventeen. Uh, Fernzilla is 16. Ultimate Conqueror is 15. Mega Vylor is 14. Ultra Vulture is 13. Super Vylor is 12. Brain Sucker is 11. Torchmouth is 10. Shellator is 9. Emily Seed of Evil is 8. Monster Fangula is 7. Aqualungs is 6. Hagfish 5. El Scorpio 4. Ruthless 3. Uh, Centipix, Mantix, Hornix, and Scorpix are the Mantrons, and uh, then uh, Changeling, two, and uh, Joe Averageman is one. I think nine. 
Right nine, below Emily's right Seed of Evil. Right below Emily's Seed of Evil. Yeah. The two plant monsters thrown yeah. together. They do have basically the same exactly. origin. Exactly. Um, and they do about as much as their Emily does. Yeah, does. Emily yeah. does do a little bit more, despite which despite what their hype is. Yes, I do like Emily is way more of the uh, monster of the week. She's like a, a yeah. I mean, she's literally yeah. a monster of the week literally in, in, in I think Fighter. This but pretty much fits the that similar archetype, but it doesn't satisfy. Neither of them are from the comics or from a drawing. They're right. both. They're organic, quote unquote within organic. The universe. Yeah. Um, like that. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I I thought it would be lower, but I can actually agree with that. I mean, the other the only other one that I would put her closer to would probably be Brain Sucker because that's the episode that the other one appeared in. Eh. But that's not even like accurate. Eh. Uh, maybe Fernzilla, that's the other plant monster we had, but Fernzilla had way more involvement. Right. And is low is, and is lower down on, there at sixteen. Yeah, way a down bit there. Too much separation because I feel like this one did it had enough impact on the plot. Yeah. Uh they were unique enough to their own right for the context and the of the The ones show. that are organic to the universe and not from a yeah, drawing exactly. or comic yes. always kind of stand out more. Yeah. It's more of that lore world building stuff. Exactly. I'm fine so with it. I, I agree with I'm nine. With so it. do we call her Monster Mother? Mother yeah. Melzard. I, no 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 Melzard Melzard. Melzard Melzard. Melzard Melzard. <laughs> Double M. Eminem. Oh, can you uh, pop up the Japanese one so I get... We never read what the full name was, oh. so they probably have no fucking idea what yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. here. So the full name uh, from the <laughs> B-Fighter uh, episode is Melzard Tribe Founding Empress Mother Melzard. <laughs> it Beautiful. starts with Melzard and it ends with Melzard. That's like some Chrono Trigger bullshit. Yes. <laughs> uh, so on the rating, gold, silver, or bronze... Bronze, honestly. Bronze. Right now for me. Yeah, I like I toyed with silver, but the fact that, uh, once again, the plot did not progress. Circles right back. Yeah, and unlike uh, the last one, it didn't, it didn't sort of tease us. Like, it, it character development-wise, I feel like the characters were the exact same from mm-hmm. the beginning of the episode to the end, whereas the last one, it felt like they changed in the least bit. Even if it was a, uh, all right, maybe we don't deal with the uh, Astrolax, you know? And the kids did very little. Yes. Yep. Um, well, to be fair, Flabber told them to do very little. Well, so true. They went right. and talking basketball for after it, the episode. <laughs> I do love any including. Inclu- Inclusion of uh, Doctor Von Frankenbeans. He's yes. a good character, but the the, the reuse of a monster actually did push it to a very low silver. Yeah, uh, uh, I I don't know. I just the reuse of the monster feels like such a lazy move to me. That's that the break it knocks it down it's, a little it's bit. The for utilization me. of the monster, like the plots combine hesitant. fairly well. It's fair. I, I'm just saying that. For me, yeah. I, like I'm okay with the low silver, but I, I will not fight you guys if you wanted. Well, and, and no, that's fair because I'm wondering. I'm like, okay, should this? Because we ranked the last one as a silver, despite it arguably not being so. Should this one also be sat in that? Just because house? the plots combined well enough, yeah. Like it did had some out- outstanding lore that we. Because most of the gripes that we have is that the Beetleborgs and Hillhurst plots do not mesh. That's usually our breaking point on. And it actually worked. It, 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 it did. did. Yeah, on this one. that's true. 
And it, but it, the only problems I can see is it didn't try to be ambitious enough to actually forward the plot. And I don't, I know for a fact that there are going to be no consequences of this episode. Yeah. I, I do, I, while we were watching it, I saw it as a silver. Yeah. And then as we've been talking about it, the like frustration of the, the like, they could have they, they could yeah. have had <laughs> angrier they, and angrier. They, they could have had any monster. <laughs> they could have used any monster footage to come out of that egg. It didn't yeah. need to be one that they've already used and established as something right. else. That's the I that's what's cementing it into a brown bronze for me, to be honest. That's it's a brown. It's a brown. It's, brown. it's all yeah. the, it's a brass. It's all the way down. <laughs> Um, because they, yeah, they they reused it and they didn't offer any further explanation as to why. I yeah, think. I yeah, fair, fair. I I think that's honestly that and the lack of pro- plot progression this close to the end. Right, literally, is, literally the, the second to last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that I I episode, yeah those two things are really yeah. driving it no, down. No bronze, a lot. fuck it, them. Yeah, it is. Fuck it, them. It, it it's is, a bronze. It's purely fuck situation. You, it's purely. <laughs> situation. <laughs> I wasn't gonna fight you. It's purely I'm situation. I'm not gonna fight you. I'm picking a fight. <laughs> I don't want to fight you, mud crab. I wouldn't want to fight you, <laughs> dude. Been, I have seen that meme every day. It has been then. popping up every. Everywhere. Yeah, that th- this rating is. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this rating is purely situational. If this episode had been four episodes ago, I think it would have been a silver. Yeah, but I think that's fair. Uh, even if it had used Monster Mother previously, um, I think it being earlier and us not expecting. Okay, the show's about to end. Right, things should be building. We. I mean, the last season finale had like a five-part finale that led into the next season. It was basically a standalone movie. Yeah, like marketing-wise, it was basically the same thing as the Shadowborg arc, where they shot a bunch of it together. It led from you know, I had two or three episodes in the first season still, and two or three episodes in the second season. Right. It was a proper bridge. Yeah, and which is not what we're getting here. We are leading into the disappointment of the ending of yeah, this show the show getting canceled so. yeah we're, yeah we have to temper it because i feel like we on one hand we have to judge it in a way that we know it's going to end and on the other hand we have to judge it as if they didn't because it wasn't a planned thing no yeah. if it was yeah. a planned ending it would be different we could do it but like it's knowing one of those that there's zero subtext yeah. for this finale it's one of those weird things of like we know from talking to like Rick and Gabe that this was a a fairly sudden ending to the show, yeah. but also B Saban and them knew the show would end now months ago, like episodes before this, they were already yeah. planning the uh, two uh, not two else today, and um, well yes, but the the Mystic Knights of Tyrannon, Mystic Knights of Tyrannon, yeah. yeah, so like. They're it, – it's exactly the way that we've been talking about it. Like the the staff working on directly on the show, mm-hmm. the cast and all of that stuff, were probably not super in the know mm-hmm. that these are the final episodes they would be filming. Yeah. Whereas the higher-ups obviously knew right. and were you know putting the kibosh on it and it was going to end. It's a, a series finale that got injured because of its executives. Yeah. 
which is like super never happened before. Yeah, never. super Ever. common, like let alone first for time. Saban stuff. <laughs> first and only time in the uh, history of cinema, I believe. Yeah. First time. <laughs> uh, so, I think that's all. Uh, all yeah, we've so got for wait, this episode. Are we putting it as a bronze? I think I think it's a bronze. I think it's I think it's a solid bronze. I am not hopeful for the final episode. No, to, it's to exceed a bronze. I it, knew that from the get. I'm yeah, cry. Oh yeah, <laughs> full on tears. Full uh, tears of joy because we're finally done. Uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, because I'm going to pay one of you to blow cayenne pepper into my eyes. <laughs> one of you. Well, as if this... any of us sit on the same side of you besides me. <laughs> I can reach across the... I can hit there. both of you across the table. <laughs> you can do it from there? Yeah, you can get both of us. Yeah. As if I need cayenne pepper to cry. Come on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, remember, uh, if as you're listening to this episode, jump over to Kickstarter and search for Big Bad Beetle Bros pin collection and our enamel pin Campaign is officially live. Uh, we'll obviously be doing social media posts and posts on uh, Project Louder and, and all of that goodness. Definitely include all of us in that with the we. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the royal we. Yes. Indeed. Uh, I, I took that on Nick. Yeah. Uh, not too long ago, the royal we. <laughs> <laughs> not too long ago. <laughs> less like than a decade. 13? <laughs> Most things we've done have been in less than a decade ago. Almost a decade ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I've gotten better. <laughs> True. Uh, True. I have remained dry for nine years. <laughs> yeah, I went a really long stretch of not peeing on my friends, and then I just moved on to inanimate objects, and so far I haven't peed on anything besides a toilet in the past two years. That is a amazing... Did toilet. you get your challenge yeah. coin for that yet? Yeah, uh, uh, my, uh, Pistonomics Anonymous. <laughs> oh, and with that, I've been Cam. I've been Nick. And I'm in recovery. <laughs> and we've been the Big Bad Piss on Your Friends Bros. Bros. Beautiful.